Hi, and welcome to Why Hub Business Connect podcast. I'm Coach Kerry from Being in Business, and I'm a mindset and business coach for startups or scaling entrepreneurs. And I'm Shannon Lancaster from Cobalt & Co, a deeply purpose-driven brand and marketing agency for businesses in Yanship and surrounds. We're here at YHub Coworking, a space to fuel the growth of startups and established businesses and facilitate valuable connections within the local community. Tune in to know you're not alone in your business journey, master your mindset and get powerful strategies to unleash your business and marketing potential for real results and set your business on fire. And welcome to the YHub Coworking Podcast. We are live today doing a recording with Rachel from SB Creations. It is great to have you here today, Rachel. Welcome. Thank you. And Rachel has started her business around copywriting, so we're going to find out all about how that started. Since 2016, Rachel has been working with small business owners and solo entrepreneurs, create engaging content for their audience um, to be able to really communicate more about their business and create valuable content really for their, um, their audience and create the connection and pass on some information, information sharing. And obviously that has a very unique strategy being a copywriter. I know it's one of those um, skills that it feels like you either have it or you don't have it. And for small business owners, there can be a lot of um, fear and angst and anxiety around creating the content. And Rachel creates the content for online formats like blogs, all the social platforms and even website copy, landing pages, sales pages as well. So, Rachel, it's great to have you on board. Welcome. Thank you. Let's have a dive into what made you start the business in copywriting. What was your inspiration to start your business back in 2016? Lovely. Thanks for having me here. Um, This is really exciting. Um, So, really, my thought process of starting the business started long before 2016, really, where really I was working in marketing roles and um, really enjoying that. But um, we were sort of starting a family, having kids and didn't really want to do the, the, I was working in the city full time and I just wanted more flexibility, you know, the the common, you know, work-life balance and all that, um, a bit more flexibility, work-life balance, um, but also kind of the control to do the work I enjoy doing and to kind of um, um, pick and choose the projects I work on and really work on, um, work with clients and on projects that really excite me. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess freedom, freedom to kind of, obviously it's not always like that, um, but overwhelmingly the freedom to sort of choose my own hours, choose who I work with, um, have work-life balance. And um, an interesting, really interesting kind of um, byproduct of all that is that my two daughters are very incredibly proud of mum. You know, they they know mum's the boss, mum works hard and that's a really nice feeling, yeah. Yeah, it is. And we're role models, yeah. aren't we, to the younger generations, whether they're um, kids or, you know, other people's children or however we play that, we are role models. And I would go as far to say that we are role models to people older than us yeah. as well as younger than yeah. us because as an entrepreneur, we really take that internal spirit and drive for wanting to create and design a life that we're really, truly fulfilled and happy with, doing things that we love. And for you, that's copywriting. Yeah. 
um, and working on interesting copy or areas and topics or industries that you really love or want to learn about. And what you're showing your children through that is, you know, mum can do anything. Like she had this idea, she's inspired to do it, that's what she loves, and now she creates her income um, as well as having that life-work balance so that you can spend the valuable time with your kids and balance your business around um, that life. Yeah, and and absolutely. that's what you're showing them. They're the life skills that you're really showing them, which is fantastic. Yeah. That's the ultimate treat, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Um, so what advice would you give to yourself when you were starting out back in 2016, now knowing what you know today and the sum total of that been seven years yeah seven years now yeah um so that's a long time really that's that's a good fertile time <laughs> to have sort of worked out um all those kinks and bumps and and rocks in the road um because there are a lot of challenges that are before an entrepreneur when you're starting something new and when you're wanting to hone your skills into one particular slipstream as well which is always the the um where most of the benefit comes from is when we're sort of niching down and we truly do know within ourselves what it is that we love doing. Um, so what advice would you give yourself like seven years down the track and you're going to look back to that 2016 um, startup and you're going to go, Rachel, this is what <laughs> I want you to know. What's that golden nugget? Um, yeah, I think um, you're right there. I've definitely, you know, obviously ups and downs running a business or, you know, in, in any sort of um, work um, career. I think probably the one bit of advice I'd give myself is to just actually believe in myself a little bit more. It's hard when you're first starting out. I think I had a lot of self-doubt and I think that held me back for a long time. I'd go back and maybe tell tell 2016, Rachel, that, you know, you're more capable than you think you are. Um, and to maybe just, yeah, believe in yourself a little bit more and also to um, celebrate even the little wins like a little bit more. Like, do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's, yes. hard, it's hard to not think, oh, but I'm not making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars like that person over there and I'm not like working with massive brands like that person over there but that's okay like you know believe in yourself you're more capable than you think and also that celebrate all the little wins because you're doing what's right for you and you're doing what's best for you and sort of maybe don't prepare yourself too much to other people a couple of things there maybe yes I think there's two very good points uh, one in self-belief that is a journey for all entrepreneurs well I want to say all as an absolute but I would say 99%. Yeah. Um, because we're going against the grain when we're yeah. starting a business. You know, we're no longer working for somebody else. We have to create that foundation and we're not reinventing the wheel of business. We have to know what that looks like for us. And that takes time to yeah. evolve. Um, and we do change our mindset from the inside, how we run and how we operate, how we think, um, in overcoming our fears and our limitations and our resistances. Um, and not to stay, play safe and stay within our comfort zone because that actually doesn't create business. It's when we start to expand out of that. And there are other stepping stones that help to build that confidence um, to move from self-doubt to, yeah, actually, I can really do this. And I, I really do believe that celebrating the wins and asking for the feedback along the way are really the golden keys to just yeah. building. You've got to take the action. Um, and you've got to get the feedback. And that's actually what builds the confidence that we think we don't we don't have the confidence or self-belief to take the actions in the first place, so we don't take yep. the actions, yep. but it's actually 
the gold is in the yeah. is in the feedback and the doing. Yeah, you know, because the the clarity also comes in doing. Once you yeah. do stuff and you think, oh, that's not really for me. I don't want to do that project again or do something else. And then you start to work out which clients you really love on which industry. Yeah. Um, and it is a step by step process. Um, and we all think that we're alone going through it, don't we? But we we not. You know, everybody else is going through it, and we don't have to compare ourselves to um, other people that have been doing it down the track. You know, there may be copywriters coming through now going, gee, you know, I really love that. I want to start a business. And they might be comparing their first starting out to you who's seven years down the track now, you know, knowing who who you love to write for or what you love to create and, you know, and what sort of copy you have a a natural flair or preference for. Um, And they might be looking at you just sort of thinking, oh, my God, you know, she's got all her systems organized. She's all in place and, you know, she's rocking the world. And, um, and it's, in actual fact, we create our own journey and it's very important to remind ourselves that our journey is for us. And if you want the really big clients, we'll put that on your vision board and start working the steps towards that. If you want work-life balance, if you want, you know, whatever it is, how you're designing your life and your business, that's what we're taking the steps towards. And that's what we measure, not external um, comparisons to yeah. you because that actually doesn't help our clients, no, right? Yeah. So... Was there was there any particular challenges wings where you thought thought um, you know this is I don't know that I'm going to be able to do it because the business owners do face that they sort of get to the edge of the comfort zone and they sort of think oh gosh you know what's that next step what how am I going to overcome this yeah. what sort of tools and resources yeah. did you use for that for yeah definitely I think it's a little bit like I sort of got this vision of like it's sort of like you know, Ebbing and Fleming, when you first start out or you have the business idea, you're in such a high and then sometimes it can, you can come crashing down quite quickly when you realise maybe it's not all, you know, or maybe, you know, that initial sort of high that you were when you first start the business can sort of be fast enough. Yes, fast enough or you thought it, you know, running your own business is amazing for like all the reasons we sort of outlined, but it's not, doesn't mean it's always going to be perfect. You're still going to have, you know, face challenges. And I'd say like, Obstacles and challenges um, in the early days were sort of, I guess, really knowing what services I could offer to offer the most value to my clients. So, you know, sort of really trying to think about, okay, what's, what is it that the clients actually really want and need for their business? So it was kind of really figuring out what's the best services or packages I can offer. Personally, for me, a massive challenge was was charging what I was worth and, you know, to begin with. And I don't want to, I don't really want to generalize, but I do think that's maybe more of a female issue. Um, I know I follow a lot, quite a lot of copywriting groups and forums and the male copywriters don't seem to have problem charging yeah. <laughs> twice, you know, what, you know, um, so maybe it's a female thing, but, um, um, but I think, you know, self-doubt can creep in. And even if you've got like all the support around you, with your family and your friends, ultimately it can sometimes feel like it's all resting on you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it can feel a bit challenging. You feel like you, you're sort of, you've got to make all the decisions or yourself. Am I doing the right thing? Ultimately, all you can do is be best. And yeah. I think really surrounding yourself with a support network um, of all types. So yes, you might have your family and friends and that's, that's amazing, but you also don't want to lean maybe too heavily on, there's only so many times my husband can give me advice or listen, you know, yeah. but it's also helpful to have friends and then building up a professional community such as somewhere like the Y Hub, um, you know, networking and building up other, maybe other small business owners that you can lean on yeah. um, and have that. So running a business doesn't have to be so lonely, you know, and then you can overcome challenges together and you can say, oh, I'm having this problem in my business. And someone will say, 
oh, I something happened like that to me. And you can brainstorm and you can, you know, get ideas. Work out a strategy yeah. together yeah. or try something different. Yeah, yeah. You know, or see it in a different perspective. Yeah. You know, quite often we have the answers already within us. Yeah. It's just we haven't tapped into resourcing those answers. And sometimes we need to ask different questions yeah. to get different answers. But we can be so stuck and fixated on yeah. what the issue is that we aren't solution focused, we're just problem focused. Yeah. And that's a mindset shift as well. Um, and once we start to build that confidence and that belief in self, I've noticed that there is a natural shift from being um, problem focused to being solution yeah. focused. And that's something that evolves and grows as a, a mindset skill within entrepreneurs and yeah. business owners. Um, and having your support network is so important like you said that you know that is our growth environment if you sort of think a seed goes into the into the ground it doesn't necessarily bear fruit or break the surface for a period of time it doesn't mean it's not growing underneath but the soil the soil that's holding that seed for growth and that is the potential around um that's the environment that really need that we need to be surrounded by um it certainly makes it easier when you have professional colleagues, like networking colleagues or a yeah. community yeah. that are business-minded because they're giving you different feedback. They're not giving you the personal emotional support. Exactly. They're actually giving yeah. you strategic process, you know, tips, hacks, you know, all the tricks yeah. and all the inside information for you to discern and, and then try on and, yeah. and move in. And, and sometimes it's just as simple as, you know, how sometimes even just talking something through with someone helps. You know, that's why they say write things down. You know, yes. like how many times have you been you know, ruminating on a problem or an issue and then you go to talk to a friend and before they can even give you their advice, you've a light bulb yeah. off in your head. You exactly. just the act of sort You of just need somebody out. holding this yeah. for you. And I think it's, you know, you will overcome, you know, you will um, come up against obstacles and challenges as a business owner. And kind of what you were saying about becoming solution focused is is you can either see that as a negative or see that as, as a positive. Like I, mm -hmm. like I said, overcoming that self-doubt and realising you're more capable than you think can actually be really empowering to come up against obstacles in your business and then to figure them out can be incredibly empowering and put you on a high. And then the next time you come across a problem or an obstacle, maybe you won't freak out so much or you might, you know, you know. And so that can actually be incre incredibly rewarding and empowering to, yeah, to overcome the problems and obstacles and think, God, I, fi I figured that out thanks to the help of a few other people or whatever, but I figured that out. And yeah. that's, you know, that can be really empowering and that's not... Um, not a like a uh, not a sort of luxury that you sometimes get in other work in roles, you yes. know. Um, yeah, so I'd be really nice in yeah. good position. Yeah. Sometimes there's other people that you take mm. roles to. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's we only do one part yeah. in the whole. Whereas as an entrepreneur or business owner, we are the whole yeah. and we are the sum yeah. of all the parts. Yeah. yeah. And and like you say, that could be negative and positive. It could be scary, <laughs> but it can also be really empowering. Still like, you know, definitely. And yeah. stepping like into the empowerment, I think there's two sides of that. And and like you said, when we when we do start to switch to the solution mindset, we start actually seeing problems as opportunities. Yeah rather than seeing them as a self-criticism yeah. or a judgment or be inwardly thinking, we start to be more open-minded and that's where we kind of go, okay, well, I know that I don't have to be in control of everything. That's probably one of the yeah. one of the biggest things to let go of yeah. is that myth of uh, we have to be in control of everything. And then we have to have all of the answers because then the pressure mounts, the responsibility mounts, and then it's overwhelming and then, you know, that's a whole other spiral. But seeing the... Um, 
you know, any sort of challenge or something because there's a gift in that. It's a gift in being able to go, okay, well, this is something with a client or something with a copy or with a marketing or there's something not quite right in the business. And that's the opportunity telling you, you need a better process or you can put something in place or, you know, what don't you have that you might need to have so that you can circumvent that to make the process better for your clients, make the process better for you, get better outcomes, make more money, you know, work less, whatever it is, you know, we're always striving to have a really streamlined business doing something that we absolutely love that is rewarding on a, on all the levels we want it to be yeah. rewarding for us and for our client community. So, you know, that that is that mindset shift and it's looking to, to the resources that you have within your environment and that all builds your confidence yeah. as well. And it's something that grows over time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be gonna start a business. I'm gonna be an entrepreneur, and I've like got all the tricks in my bag, and this is gonna be amazing. Great, and then the the crash is yeah. quite big, right? Um, but we do have it, and it's knowing, you know, how you can, um, how you can overcome those things, and knowing who you can go to, and it is starting to resource. Um, constructively within, because we do have the answers within us, yes. and we are asked better questions. Or we're in the environment where we can come up with those answers. Like you said, like we quite often solve our own problems. Yeah. We just need somebody to just yeah. stare us in the face while we sound it out to ourselves and think, hang on a minute, that sounds ridiculous. What am I even thinking? It's not that, it's this, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I love that. And I love being that um, that sounding board for others as well because it's so rewarding. Yes. Like just being in the space and witnessing somebody's unfolding process exactly. for the yeah. to their own conclusions. Yeah. Like, oh, that was fantastic. Let's have coffee. <laughs> so is there a particular word or a mantra that um, would sort of best describe what you've needed most throughout your business experience? Um, good question. I don't know if I've actually really got a word or a mantra. I mean, um you know, my, my, I guess my sort of mantra or my philosophy is that I want I want my business to to make a difference in the world. Now, I know I'm not, you know, I'm not solving cancer or anything like that, you know, but like, you know, I want, I, I'm not, I don't want to just be writing or running a business for the, for the sake of it. I want, I want, I want my business to actually be genuinely helping other businesses. I want just, I want, my goal is always to take something off someone's to-do list. You know, that thing that's on your yeah. to-do list, whether it's get the car serviced or, you know, whatever, or, you know, work thing. And it just, every time you look at it, it just fills you with dread. Yeah. I love the idea of going, it's all right, give it to me. I'll take it. Done. Don't, don't even worry about it. It's done. So I want to make a difference. Having said that, I don't want it to be, um, I want my business to make a difference, but not if it's going to be to the detriment of my own health and well-being. Yeah. So going back to what I said before, you know, wanting a work-life balance. So it's kind of knowing um, how much to take on. Mm-hmm. I suppose actually thinking about it now, I'm thinking about it, I suppose my sort of business name, SB Creations, kind of stands for Simply Brilliant, Simply Brilliant Creations. And my philosophy behind that is I want to do kind of fairly simple work, but brilliantly. Yeah. And so that's kind of my mantra is don't overcomplicate things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some, sometimes um, I'm not writing complex, massive complex bits of copy necessarily. I'm running blogs and social media posts and things like that, but I will do I'll do it brilliantly. So simply brilliant kind of is a good like little tagline. Yeah, my mantra would kind of be like to obviously make sure the business is actually making a difference. Yeah, and really make sure I want, want to, like I said, be taking something off someone's to-do list. You know? Yes. Yeah. And it is definitely um, copy, writing copy and even doing social posts. It can be a lot of anxiety and pressure that mm-hmm. business owners are putting on themselves, especially if they're not 
um, so socially inclined. You know, yeah. they don't like to spend a lot of time on social pages in their personal yeah. time, but they recognise it is something that is exactly their business yeah. these days. Yeah. Um, and knowing which sort of social media platform is best for their audience and, you know, and all of that takes time. So you yeah. sort of have to be across everything yeah. initially to kind of work out where you want to sit and where you want to play. Alternatively, it can also be quite daunting for business owners. You know, I, I put my hand up and know that for yeah. many times, many, many months, I have probably even 12 or more months, I had sort of sat and going, oh, I have so much content within me, but I don't know how to get it out. Yes. Yeah. You know, I don't know what idea to start with, what yeah. topic to start with, you know. And I think when you're launching a business or you're launching a new product or something, because it's it's so, you're so connected to it, it's yeah. difficult yeah. to yeah. stand outside yeah. yourself. Yeah, can't see the wood for the trees. Yeah. It's interesting you say that. It's almost like clients will sometimes fall into two categories. Either they don't know what to write about, they don't know what to say. They're like, well, I don't know. What would I write a blog about? What would I post on social media? And they've literally got like no ideas. So I help them come up with content ideas or it's the opposite problem. You've almost got so many ideas, you just don't know where to start. And so maybe having someone help you kind of filter it through or kind of categorize things a little bit more. Um, a phrase that we use a lot in sort of content writing, writing sort of content pillars, you know, so it's having sort of streams of content, you can categorize things a bit. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Sometimes clients don't know, haven't got a clue where to, like what to write or they've got too many ideas and they just don't know how to, you know, format it or they don't have the time. So it can be helpful to have someone like, yeah, come in and sort of help help structure that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and is that something that you offer in your services to provide those initial consultations, um, even if people decide to take up your services for the copywriting or not? Can it, you know, can you be that go-to person? Um, are you one of those, the people in their environment that you can facilitate them to get their content pillars in place and um, work out a bit of a content strategy for them so they know what content to create and stuff. Do you, do you provide that sort of yeah. service as well? Yeah, I, I don't do a lot of um, strategy as such, but absolutely if someone came to me and said, look, I just I just don't know where to start. We're just working. You know, yeah, exactly. So we might sit down, you know, and I might put, you know, put a package together that says I can help you just come up with a very simple kind of plan, strategy, how we're going to do things. And that can rate, range from, you know, how often to post, what kind of things to write about um yeah so I can definitely help someone kind of figure all that out and make it seem a, a bit lot more simpler and then they may then then be okay to then go off and do it all themselves and they might not need my ongoing services because they've figured it out you know yeah. but nine times out of ten they'll probably say well can you just do it anyway? probably <laughs> probably and sometimes you know we can stay in the land and I would really encourage if there are any listeners in the audience that are in the land of I don't know so I'm not going to do Yes. And the head goes in the sand and it's like constantly on the to-do list. Yeah. I know my business. I know I should yeah. do blah, blah, blah for my business. I know my business would benefit from blah, blah, blah. But I'm just going to continue to stay in the land of I yeah. know I don't know something um, and be intimidated or overwhelmed by that. And that's where, you know, we really do say reach out, you know, yeah. find the people that can just help bridge the gap of just that one next step. Yeah. And it is of often, I, I I say this a lot, I must sound, you know, very repetitive, but it often is simpler than you think, you know, it can be daunting. Yeah. You know, we come, I take it for granted that I see it also simple and easy, but it's maybe the equivalent of me trying to tackle my tax return, you know. Absolutely. It's too hard as an accountant going, what? No, you just get this, do this, do this, get me this, get me that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you put it off, you put it off because you think it's going to be so complicated, but then you take it to the expert 
and they they whisper it and it's done yeah. you know so um yeah exactly there are listeners that are kind of just like oh it's all just too hard I just rather than try I'll just ignore it yeah I don't know where to start I can come along and very quickly and easily just give you a few pointers a little bit Pair it right back to basics. Like, yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah, and then come up with your idea. And yeah, exactly. Try it on. See where yeah. you go. If it's not for you, get yeah. some more support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's often simpler than you think, and it can be quite rewarding once you actually start mm. producing the content and you get good feedback from your audience, your clients, your customers. Like that can actually be like really rewarding. Um, so it's definitely worth. Yeah, and they're the yeah. little wins that you celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Right? we were talking yeah. about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's um, understandable. I think it's really hard when when it's it's really hard sometimes. Like I said, I take it for granted because it sort of comes naturally to me. Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely understand the fear and the anxiety and the confusion that some people feel. Or even if it's not that, even if it's more, look, I actually generally quite like writing mm-hmm. and I've got a lot of ideas, but I just don't know where to start. So, you know, yeah. yeah. Or I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Just because yeah. I can doesn't mean I want to. Exactly. I want to go to the time. You know, yeah. that might be a 10% task in my business. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know it needs to happen. I know I can do it, but actually my 10% is better off getting off and being money somewhere or with the, with exactly. the client. Yeah. Yeah. Doing something that I love. Yeah. Or learning something else that's, you know, beneficial for my business and I'm going to outsource that 10% yeah. task. And as um, as business owners and um, entrepreneurs, we very rarely put ourselves in the seat of the CEO. Yeah. And we don't command the respect for our time as business owners and we end up doing all the 5 and 10% tasks ourselves. Yeah. And in actual fact, they are not the tasks that a CEO would be doing. No. Build your process and then you can outsource it. You know, you don't have to necessarily build your process on your own either. You can build it with, yeah. you know, like um, with a professional consultation with you, for example, yeah. to get them started, find out what their, um, you know, get the, get them some clarity, find out what their biggest concerns are. You know, are they in the I don't know about my content yeah. stage or <laughs> I've got loads of content and I don't know where to start yeah. stage, you know. Yeah. Once they've got the clarity when they've got a bit of a plan, then they can work out, okay, is this something I want to do? Is this something I'm going to outsource? Where does it place in my business? Um, and then they can start respecting their time more as um, as a CEO, as yeah. the driver of their business. So, yeah, that's definitely um, a good definitely <laughs> a good plan to have. So Simply Brilliant is really about taking people out of overwhelm and overdrive yeah. and overthinking and bringing it back to just the brilliance in the basics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the simplifying that is, you know, all we need. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and then evolve into other more complex, you know, content strategies exactly. or, yeah. or complex yeah. content it doesn't always have to, you know, I'm sure there's a, a few key areas of content where it doesn't have to be, you know, all these from all the other gurus and all the other courses and I've got to do special yep. this and special yep. that and I've got to learn this and learn that just really to be able to go, here's my message, yeah. this is who it's for, this is my value add and this is my call to action. Exactly. Is it really that simple? Yeah, so the sim- like you, you sort of hit the nail on the head, like the simple content that's going to resonate with the audience. So. Um, it might maybe just once a month or even once every two months writing a blog. Could just be two social media posts a week and it could be one newsletter a month, you know, sort of thing to your subscribers. Just keeping it simple and 
having those touch, the, the really important touch points with your audience. Um, and that's fairly simple. And then you can always build on that. Once you feel like you've got the basics, they're really the three kind of touch points that you might have with your customers, you know, sending them a newsletter, um, you know, posting on social media, having that interaction. Um, then you might decide once you've sort of got that established, you might decide, I think we could probably write some eBooks or, um, you know, produce some brochures or maybe I need the website updated. But you start with the smaller stuff um, and build on from that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that, um, you know, what you mentioned is just a couple of posts a week. If a yeah. couple of posts a week is too much, you yeah. could do one post a week. Yeah. You could, instead of being on three platforms, just be on one platform. Absolutely. Yeah. It's much so better to concentrate yes. your time. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, rather yeah. than sort of spreading your time, you know, if, you, if there's only two hours a week for marketing, yeah. well, how do you want to spend that two hours? And I guess that's also come, comes back to having that CEO mindset of where's the best management um, yeah. of your time. And if you're going to have two hours and 30 minutes or 40 minutes is writing a blog and yeah. then you've got socials to do yeah. and then you've got a newsletter to do, yeah. is it more going to be more beneficial to have, you know, 10 or 15 minutes each social platform or is it better to have 45 minutes on one platform? Yeah, and also there's no point talking just, just for the sake of it. There's no point posting just for the sake of it. Like you'll yeah. dilute your message. Yeah. I'd much rather hear from a business once a week and have what they have to say be really interesting and engaging yeah. than hear from them five times a week and it becomes a bit boring and repetitive and white noise and you could kind of feel like Watch they're posting for the sake of it. Jam up my inbox. Yeah. I mean, I'm if you have as much to say, great. Yeah. You know? yeah. But if you don't or you don't have the time or whatever, I'd much rather hear from you once a week, once a month, whatever, and it be value yeah yeah then and being diluted it. yeah it's exactly. so important is yeah. consistency for small business owners with it when we're talking about content yes absolutely it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to post at 10 a.m every tuesday yeah. um on your, your social media but some kind of consistency um particularly with your newsletter decide how often you think you want to send the newsletter how often you think it should be sent for your audience mm -hmm. um and kind of stick to that you're going to do a weekly one a fortnightly one a monthly one and kind of stick to that because People will then come to sort of expect it. Oh, yeah, I know every Friday I get this email, this newsletter or something. Um, a good rule of thumb for blogs is probably once a month. I mean, if you can do more, that's great. Um, and then obviously social media posts. I mean, there are, you know, social media experts out there that will tell you you have to post twice a day and good for the algorithms and everything. But like I said, the danger then is that, yeah, you delete your message. So, you know much better that you have something important to say less regularly. Mm. Um, but some form of consistency, like I said, it doesn't have to be exactly the same time or day. Um, but I think some kind of regularity because um, I often say, you know, if I, if, I, if I meet someone and they tell me what their business is, first thing I do when I get home, I'm going to look up their website and I'm probably going to look for their Facebook page or look them up on LinkedIn or something like that. And if I go to their Facebook page and their last post was two years ago, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start to wonder if, you know, they're a genuine business. What's going on there? Are they still in business? All the real, like, you know, yes, as well. yes. Like, you know, are they consistent with that sort of stuff? Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. And socials is something that's, I, I consider it live. Yes. Yeah. Because that is sort of, I don't want to say the heart and the soul, but 
that gives momentum and it gives the business a heartbeat. Absolutely. And you can see their personality a lot. You can see business's personality a bit more than you can on the website. Yeah. Uh, on their social media. You can kind of really get a vibe of the actual personality kind of, you know. Yeah. Yes. And websites can be a little bit more static. Yeah. They sort of stand there. They yeah. sit there. They, they don't really reach out to engage, yeah. but they're there ready for yeah. people to engage with. So they're a little yeah. bit more static. Is, yeah. Is, is that the right way to think about it? Yeah, it's kind of like your shop front, I suppose, or something like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, yeah. Um, and the socials are kind of like all the activity that happens yeah. on the outside. Yeah. And it's, like I said, it's a good way to kind of gauge um, the business's personality, the tone, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and like I said, it's a lot more real. It's a lot more live. You know, you like you say, you can post something happened today or something like that, you know, that's relevant. Um, but I think it just, yeah, it just kind of shows they've got their finger on the pulse like they're you know they're posting regularly enough to say that they're still kind of in, you know they're still around <laughs> they're yeah. still engaged they're still you know still in yep. business yeah yeah <laughs> still connected yeah yeah but again it doesn't have to be complicated like you say it can just be I mean the, I mean obviously you know there's sort of um, ways you can break down your content you know you could say okay 50% of it is going to be um, informative and I'm going to share tips and then like sort of twenty five percent of it might be like behind the scenes stuff, and then maybe another twenty five percent is your sale. You don't want all your posts to be salesy, yeah. so you want say for social media, same with your newsletter and your blog. So you want the majority of it to be value adding. Mm-hmm. So you're sharing industry insights or news or um, really interesting things that are obviously going to so be value. Scary, and you're not asking again, and you're not asking for anything back. You're simply saying here's some tips on how to do this, or look at this funny thing that happened today, or whatever. And you're not really asking for anything back. Then the twenty percent of the time that you do ask something back, so you you know you do more of a salesy post. Mm. I think people are much more likely to in- engage with it because they don't feel like you're all that you're always asking for something. You're always somebody. yeah. So you give yeah. more than you take. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that's always a good yeah. good model. And the eighty twenty Pareto yeah. model is, is yeah yeah you know it is is still the test of time. Yeah, I mean definitely something big business. Big businesses will have all these fancy marketing strategies that say exactly this much. But for a small business, just keep it simple and make sure that you're giving more than you're taking. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's across the board, even in business. Yeah. As far as services yeah. and yeah. Um, products and the way we support our, our client community yeah. within our business as well is definitely, you know, it's okay to overserve. Yeah. As long as you're still getting that revenue coming yeah. in that's still going to meet um, yeah. meet the requirements yeah. and so we talked about mindset influences before and we've talked quite a bit on um the strategies and support networks that we can have in and around that is there anything that you would like to give our audience like we always like to do a fortune cookie <laughs> so um, what we mean by that is a little bit of the SB Creations, Rachel Wisdom, Inside the Cookie, <laughs> where we can crack it open and we've got this little message um, which can be helping people at any stage of their business, wherever they're listening. We always trust that people arrive and podcasts and business support arrives at the exact time that we need. <laughs> this could be the little fortune cookie oh, nugget. Fortune <laughs> nugget. Um, that uh, somebody else could really benefit from your experience and your wisdom. Um, what have you put inside your fortune cookie today? Um, I think a really good one, and we sort of touched on it before, is is to surround yourself with 
a support network of varying kind of degrees and streams and 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 to not be afraid to ask for help you know you'd be surprised how many oh, people how to to want to help you know like it can be hard because like you say it's your business you want to be in charge of everything and you want to come across as so capable but sometimes you just need to ask for help or advice or support and you'd be surprised how many people want to give that yes. um and um how much extra um, support you know you can get from just reaching out and asking so surrounding yourself by going go to networking events join places like the white hub join up with communities where you're going to be with other people and you can help them and they can help you and ask for that support and support each other whether it's people in a completely different industry or even people within your own industry i genuinely believe for example other copywriters are not my competition yeah we can actually help each other yeah other copyright if i went to a networking event or joined um, a co-working space and there's other copywriters i'm like great who are you working with oh really i don't do that kind of copy like if i get a refer if i get a client that wants that can i refer them to you yeah on the flip side i just so be careful it's great to ask for help but also always make sure that you're kind of giving back as well you know like yeah. I'm more than happy yeah. to meet someone for a coffee I'm not going to charge you like do you know what I mean I'm more yeah. than happy to meet for a coffee and give you some advice not everything has to be you know charged out but obviously yeah. there will come a point where you start taking advantage of some people so I think it's just you know use your common sense but most of the time people genuinely do really want to help and it works both ways you know I'll give my time and help someone else and then someone else will give their time and help me and it all ebbs and flows and I think particularly when you run a business, particularly if you work on your own, but even if you've got a few staff, again, coming back to that, not getting lonely, reach out, build a support network, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. I think that is a really good advice. Just in that one cookie alone. There's a big a cookie. Lot. It must be a big cookie. That. Good cookie. And I would say there's a chocolate chip cookie because there's a lot of good nuggets in it. Um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And collaborations, you know, you never know where a collaboration takes you, yep. um, whether you're asking for help or whether you're offering services or products to collaborate and contribute in positive, impactful yep. ways to other businesses um, without having the agenda for sales but just having a genuine interest yep. Yep. as the initial yep. intention for the reach out um, and just being a little bit outside your comfort zone to yeah. be able to go, I'm just going to send them a quick message. Like, I love what they're doing. I think yeah. that would be great. I'd love to work with a business like that or a person like that and yeah. and see what you've got to offer. Yeah. First of all, to supporting collaboration um, and, and just having the courage and the willingness within yourself yeah. to make that initial um, reach out for, for contact, whether it is help in or help out yes exactly yeah and it's a massive weight on your shoulders when and it's something I did struggle with in the early days you know asking for help um but it's a massive weight on your shoulders weighs you yeah and then like I said as long as you're not taking advantage of someone and really asking yeah. for all every time yeah. um, you know it, and it often swings around about like I've, I've had people give me valuable advice and time yeah. not expecting anything in return and then I've given it to other people um, yeah. you know, or was business, business karma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Business karma. Yeah. I we mean, reap what we see. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, a bunch of flowers, a bottle of wine would never go amiss if you might. No, absolutely. I've got this lovely, um, uh, sort of professional business contact, I suppose you'd know, and we've never worked together. We only know each other through networking events, but we sort of always click whenever we see each other. And, and the amount of times she's tagged me and say a Facebook post where someone's been asking for a copywriter. And she doesn't expect anything in return. She's just, yeah, you know, just have that genuine. And she's just connection. Yeah, and it's just, it's really nice to think someone else is out there. Someone that doesn't really know you that well is out there rooting for you. It's yeah, like really nice. Absolutely. So I did last year send her a little hand just to say, gosh, you tagged me in about 
20 posts in the last six months and not all of them come to anything but the ones that do the revenue the income that came from those clients you know and just knowing that there's someone else there believing in you so just having the the integrity and the compassion and the gratitude you can see that and be in that space yeah um to offer that is you know that's um it's the intangible side of business yeah that really boosts and accelerates exactly. yeah 100% yeah and sometimes you know if you're having a flat week or a flat month at work you know reaching out to your community and just having a chat or going to a networking event can really yeah. just boost that energy again yeah, yeah we do and and our business is a direct reflection yeah. of who we are as human beings and how it, how our energy system is sitting at yeah. any given time our mindset um yeah and what we do what we don't do why we do it why we don't do it you know that is the the basis the foundation and the drive for our business yeah. all the time and that's yeah our business outcomes and results <laughs> reflect that every single time there's no escaping it there's no escaping it <laughs> um well look I think that has been absolutely insightful and a wonderful conversation with you today and diving into the world of SB Creations. Um, I love that it's simply brilliant. <laughs> I really love that. Uh, it's been wonderful meeting you. Thank you. Any last Great. words or anything like that that you'd... And I just say thank you for this opportunity to come on the podcast and, and yeah, running a business. All you business owners out there, congratulations for taking the leap into the planning your own business. It's a wild ride at times, but it's so rewarding. And like you say, you sort of, you, you, you get out what you give in and just sort of yeah go in with the mindset of you're not going to figure it all out um there's other people out there that can help you and hopefully it's fun a lot more than it's not but yeah. <laughs> good times and or all was it built in a day no, no, no. and but all paths lead to Rome. exactly so there's more than one way yeah and like so like you said before you never know who's watching you whether it's yeah. friends friends son or daughter might be watching you or you know you're you know, your older brother or sister might be watching or someone might just be watching you and you don't realise it, but they're really proud of you and like you could be inspiring someone else. So absolutely. <laughs> that's beautiful. Right. Well, that's where we will leave it today. Thank you so much for being part of some YHub community. Um, we love having you part as your business, um, part of our uh, networking. And um, we shall probably catch up with you in the future sometime with some more copy tips, I would think. Okay, I'll go and... Squirrel away and find some more coffee tips for you. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Thank you. All right, Rachel. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in.